Thank you. Thank you so much, choir. Steve seems to be especially excited today. I don't know if it has anything to do with the wedding yesterday. and Maybe he took his Advil and that made him feel a little better, but good. I enjoyed it today. Thank you so much. I suppose for most of us, Billy Graham would be a hero of the faith. He is one of the most respected evangelists who has ever lived and preached to more people face to face than anyone else. He is going to be 95 years old this year, but he still has a passion for those who are lost, and he still desires to see America come to the Lord. The Billy Graham Association is leading in My Hope America in November of this year. They are believing that 50 thousand churches are going to be involved in this outreach effort. It is my desire that First Baptist Church be involved in a way that we are leaders in involvement. Now you might ask the question, what is this? So let me summarize it for you. What is my hope, America? Well, they're asking us to invite our lost friends to our homes or to a gathering. Now, according to the Billy Graham Association, in a typical neighborhood of 100 people, there are seven people who are depressed, 14 people who are fearful, seven who have a drug-alcohol problem, three who are grieving death, eight have lost their jobs, and 60 are not saved. So in a typical neighborhood across America, according to the Billy Graham Association, 60% of the people are not saved. In your neighborhood, if it is a typical neighborhood in our country, 60% of the people do not know Jesus Christ is Lord. So in summary, what they are saying is that we want you to invite these lost neighbors or friends to your home or to a gathering. There we will watch the Billy Graham television presentation as he presents the gospel. After that, someone within the group, perhaps you, would share your testimony as to how the Lord changed your life. Very simply. You don't have to know a lot, you just have to know the Lord. So you tell how Jesus changed your life, and then an invitation is extended that they might come to know Jesus. So that is a summary of my Hope America. The idea actually comes from Matthew. If you'll take your Bibles, turn with me to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, beginning in verse number 9. And as Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting in the tax office. And he said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. And it happened that as he was reclining at the table in the house, behold, many tax gatherers and sinners came and were dining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, why is your teacher eating with the tax gatherers and sinners? But when he heard this, he said, it is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. 
I desire compassion and not sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Now then, as we look at this passage of Scripture, it begins with the call of Matthew there in verse number 9. And as Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting in the tax office. He said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. What I want you to see is that this was just a normal day in the life of Matthew. He was at work. The Bible says that he was sitting in the tax office. One commentator said, history tells us that the tax booth stood high above the ground, much like a very elaborate lifeguard station on a beach. It was designed to help the tax collector see boats and people coming and going. So I want you to see the scene here. He is on He is in the tax booth, which is elevated so he can see the people. Now, the Bible says that Matthew was a tax collector. Israel was divided into tax districts. And each district was required to get so much money for the Roman Empire. So a man then could buy a franchise. He could buy a franchise within a district. He collected the taxes for Rome... And whatever he wanted to add to that that he could collect, that became his. So Matthew was a tax collector, and the district in which he was was the district of Herod Antipas. There were many taxes at that time in Israel. There was a ground tax. Barclay wrote, there was a ground tax by which a man had to pay one-tenth of his grain and one-fifth of his fruit and vine to the government, either in cash or in kind. So there was a ground tax that they had to pay. Then there was an income tax. The income tax was 1%. I mean, that doesn't sound too bad that there was a an income tax of 1%. But then there were poll taxes. Barclay wrote, there was a poll tax which had to be paid by every male from the age of 14 to the age of 65 and by every female from the age of 12 to 65. So there was a ground tax, there was an income tax, there was a poll tax, and there were miscellaneous other taxes. There were many taxes that the people had to pay. As would be expected, the 